This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Racing Components, the designer of the oil heat mats for dry sump tank applications. Find out more about the truths on engine oil heating at p1australia.com. Thunder Media. Hi, I'm Chas Mostert. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. On this episode of Inside Supercars, we hear from the winning team and driver of the 2023 Supercars Championship, Brody Kostecki, Barry Ryan, Betty and Daniel Klemenko, and the engineer, George Commons. You know, most definitely I knew that it was um, you know, a big reset for the whole category. Um, you know, which um, you know was great for us. We we're on the smaller side of the scale of um, you know our um, you know our personnel and our you know budget for the year. So I knew it was going to be a you know a great reset for the category, and and you know we really made the most of it. So I probably knew three years ago we, we had the right structure in place. It was just getting it all together. We won with the champions, and I can't. I don't. I, the brain is not computing very well. He's a once in a generation driver. Brody Kostecki, congratulations, 2023 Supercar Champion. When you started this year, were you realistically thinking we'd be talking like that at the end of the year? Yeah, you know, most definitely I knew that it was, um, you know, a big reset for the whole category, um, you know, which, um, you know, was great for us. We were on the smaller side of the scale of, um, you, know, our, um, you know, our personnel and our, you know, budget for the year. So I knew it was going to be a, you know, a great reset for the category and, and, you know, we really made the most of it. So. Um, yeah, just really thankful to be, in, you know, being this, um, I guess, to be champion, and um, yeah, just uh, you, you know, a big thank you goes to the whole team. It's been a big year for us, and and um, you know, I'm glad to walk away with the drivers' championship and also the team's championship as well. It's been a great double, and the job that George has done for you. Can you talk about the, how that relationship's really developed and flourished? Yeah, most definitely. It's been uh, it's been a great relationship between us. It's. Uh, yeah, George has put in so much effort, and um, honestly, uh, you know, the start of the year, he, he you know, I, even last year, he was putting in a lot of effort, at, you know, into this Gen Three program. So it's great that it, you know, paid off, and um, you know, he deserves all this, you know, all this, you know, success that we've had, and and um, yeah, I'm, you know, looking forward to working with him again next year. I haven't had a chance to speak to you since Indy, but that was an amazing performance you put in. The box score might not have said it, but when you look at the times as I was doing on the monitor, you were right there about and. What does going and doing that? It was a long-term dream. You've raced in America before. What was that like on this year, as part of the whole? Yeah, it was a pretty cool venture, and um, obviously um, didn't quite go to plan with um, my, my little mistake in qualifying. But uh, yeah, it was you know proud to go over there and you know represent my Bell X um, for um, Peter Adderton and you know a lot of the partners here that you know support Erebus as well. Um, you know with Earl Shore and Partners and and um, and Steve at Southern Cross Truck Rentals and. Um, to go over there and, and um, you know, I guess uh, reopen a chapter of my life that I thought might be closed was, you know, quite cool. And, and um, yeah, I'm, you know, looking forward to, you know, doing a few races next year and, and um, yeah, hopefully minimise my mistakes. The, the way the championship's going is actually becoming very, very conducive to what you want to do. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely uh, opened up a fair bit next year, so it allows me to go do a few more races, which is quite cool. Um, obviously not ideal for racing back here. I want to be racing more 
more at home, but um, it is what it is and I'll uh, make the most of it. Do you get to have much of a uh, Christmas holiday? Uh, no, I'll probably be racing something. <laughs> well, all the best. Congratulations. Have a great Christmas and New Year. And we look forward to seeing the, uh, the number one on the car. I love seeing a number one on the car, even if no one else does. <laughs> yeah, I will too. We're joined by a man who has wrenched the trophy from the dominant teams of DJR and Triple Eight who've done it for the last 15 or so years. Barry Ryan, congratulations, because it's a massive thing that you and your bunch of reprobates over here have achieved. Yeah, thanks. So, yeah, I was looking back on a privateer team winning a championship that's not factory supported, and I got back to about 1979 or something, I think. Now, only because I couldn't work out who it was that I thought they're probably not factory, but it's been a long time, and yeah, I think our team deserves it. I was asking George a few minutes ago, when did he think that capable of winning, as in having the speed and all those sorts of things, and the people were capable around, and he said it was just after the Grand Prix. Yeah, I probably knew three years ago we, we had the right structure in place. It was just getting it all together. As soon as I got someone like George in the door, just to work with someone like Tom, and um, yeah, we knew we had the structure with Jimmy building the chassis, and we had the mechanics in place. And when you've got all that in place, you sort of know that eventually you're going to get there. And um, yeah, we just keeping those people was the main thing. And that's probably why I'm so upset about Will Brown leaving because he, he was one of the people that we agreed we we're going to be together for the first two years of Gen 3 so that's probably why I was initially so upset but now I'm just yeah I'm, it's just business I've got on with it but you know the rest of the team are staying and I think Jack LeBrock is he's good enough 100% good enough if we can get him to drive like Brody and um, make sure that they just take off from where Brody and Will have taken off. Now one of the things about you as a team principal you are more hands-on than any of the other teams here because you actually you know, learnt some more welding skills uh, for these cars. That gives you an insight probably more than any of the others have. Yeah, I don't know, I don't care what the other teams do, but yeah, I just enjoy doing every part of the car. You know, from 1998, I think we first met Tony, that I was a mechanic back then, and there was two people in the team at JF's, and we did everything, from gearboxes to everything. Every part of the car we did, we did um, put it together and built the cars ourselves so and we didn't have 17 crew like we've got now so um, that's where I learned it all and I still like keeping in touch with all that and yeah like you said I learned more skills welding because Jimmy just didn't have enough time in the day so a lot of the non-critical stuff I welded up brackets and stuff like that and yeah it was great. You've climbed the mountain but I get the impression that climbing the mountain isn't the journey for Barry Ryan it's building a house up there yeah definitely yeah yeah we just want to we want to stay here we, we don't do it just to, um win a few races win a championship and then just rest on our laurels so yeah we'll be back we're already talking about the first round next year how we're going to dominate there so you know um the arrow is going to get sorted out so hopefully the fours will get their big wings taken off them because it's a little bit lopsided at the moment but um we can't say too much about that but um yeah we're definitely gonna we'll keep the whole crew the whole crew staying apart from will um, so, yeah, we've got a really capable driver coming in, so there's no reason why we won't keep going. With, with that, keeping the whole crew, I, I don't think other people or people who might listen to this understand just how one change can upset the ecosystem so much. Yeah, it can, yeah. But, yeah, as long as you, as long as you replace that, that change with someone of a similar nature, that's a big thing, and... 
they can you know represent the team well and speak with the guys well and all that sort of stuff to make sure the team bonds like we have this year and you know the best thing about our current team is we basically did the whole covid thing together so we know each other so well like we can yell at each other and five minutes later it's all good and that's what happens i'm not just the one that's grumpy other people are grumpy in our team and I have to sort them out sometimes, they sort me out sometimes. So, yeah, it's just it's a team. That's what it's supposed to be. Has it hit you that you've achieved that goal now? Yeah, but I don't know. I'm not as excited as I thought I'd be. It's just because that's what I do it for. We, we do it to win a championship. So it's just the first time I've ever ticked the box. Every other year I've been pissed off because we haven't done it. So now we've finally done it. So it's like, yep, I've done what I'm here to do. I just want to get in the mind a bit. Had you had this weekend and not being the champions, and it's just been like it every other year, and you had this weekend, Barry Ryan wouldn't have that sort of curl up at the edge of his lips, I'm sure. I don't, I don't get what you mean. What, what you well, mean? The, the weekend you had, you had cars smashed, yeah. Brody was fast but just couldn't get the rub of the green. What would Barry Ryan be like were it not for the big trophy? Yeah, I would be would be really disappointed with this weekend. Like to get two pole positions and then not get a podium. Um, the first race I, I get probably both races actually. Brody, he's not driving 100. percent He knows what's at stake. He's not going to do something and risk a car and risk a championship and team championship. So neither race he could put everything on the line. So you know, Brody putting everything on on the line is when he's dominant. And if he hasn't got the opportunity or the doesn't want to let us down. That's probably more, more it is. So he. He was frustrated in that last race because he probably wanted to put it on the line more, but he knew there was too much to lose. One of the great things for you is that you have both one of your daughters and your wife here. That must be something very special too, because not many people have that. Yeah, both my daughters are actually here today. So yeah, um, yeah, my youngest come over. She come over to do my wife's makeup for the gala tomorrow. That, that was her excuse, but she's just she's a little fan of racing now. Ever since the Drive to Survive series, so she's. Yeah, it's, I think a lot of people are motorsports fans because of that. And, yeah, they, well, they were all here today, so it was great, yeah. Um, and, yeah, Charlie works for us, my oldest daughter. She's actually, this is her last race meeting, and she's going off to do something else. So, yeah, proud proud that they can be here and part of the team. Not only proud, but also enjoyable for them. Because I, I, I know, I'm not meaning to be mean about you, but I know when you get home sometimes, you are Captain Grumpy still, and they'll know that, Dad didn't have a great day today for some reason, whatever it is. Now, one of the things, just briefly, is um, the whole Gen 3 thing. It's all late. I know that the, even the Will Brown situation is part of that sort of mismanagement on... Do you think you can have an input? I mean, obviously, with Tim Edwards coming in, it's going to change quite a bit from where it was. Yeah, I think with Tim coming from Teamland, it's going to be a good opportunity for him to know exactly what's happening with teams where Adrian doesn't really know he doesn't know the day-to-day and the grief we go through and the, the crap that could be better on the cars and so Tim's going to be really on top of that and me and Tim get on really well so we've already talked about how we can work together like for the sport not for Erebus or for Tickford or for supercars for the sport and make sure that the things we can do um, to make the cars more user-friendly and cheaper we can work together on and there's lots of other owners that are in the same book as me. And how much of a break does Barry Ryan get to, to celebrate, to enjoy Christmas New Year, knowing that there's 2024 within two, two and a half months? 
Well, I'm on a plane to America on Wednesday to do some stuff with RCR. Um, so is Brody and so is two of our other, other mechanics. So um, we're, we're racing again next weekend. So we'll, we'll do everything we can to make more gains. But then come 15th of December, I'll be on my way to Echuca on a houseboat for four weeks and, yeah, no one's going to hear from me or see me. So, Congratulations, Barry Ryan. Great for your time. I'll give you the bad news. There's a couple more journalists hanging around waiting for you. Yeah, I'm not talking to them. Thank you. Team owner, the pair of them, a couple, Betty and Daniel, and congratulations because uh, this is a long time coming, 10 years, um, but not the way anyone expected it to happen. But Yeah, look, I would have rather fought for it, but these things happen in motorsport and you can't, you can't judge that it's going to happen. You can't say it's going to happen. But these things just happen. And we won. We're the champions, and I can't. I don't, I, the brain is not computing very well. Okay. The, the team championship's not locked up yet, no. but the drivers' championship is, and that to me is the pinnacle of the sport it's, to win it's the drivers' the championship. They they actually very rarely say drive it's the championship and then teams' championship, and I we have a bit of strategising to do for tomorrow. Hopefully, the car will be running perfectly and. Um, I think I think we've got a good strategy in hand, so hopefully we can get the team as well. I haven't looked at the points as far as Will's concerned, yeah. um, because obviously you know that's uh, both of them are there. Where is he? Is that moved? You know I've just been so over the moon and talking. I haven't even looked at points yet. Will's in fourth. He's probably 22 points ahead of Chaz, who's catching. Yeah, what's teams? Teams. It works out we're 161 points. So we've gone down nine points. So, we've still got a chance. But that's the thing, isn't it? The trouble can happen in the second last race, it can happen in the second race. It's the course of the season that they're measuring. Oh yeah, of course it is. I mean, like I told, you know, fans are lovely, but when they're, they're in your garage, or the back of the garage, and they're already going, oh, you want, no. There's 35 laps left, and the fat lady hasn't sung. You wait till that till they go over that that checkered flag goes or whatever happens, then you know you've, you're done. You've won. I mean, one of the lovely things was that okay, yesterday it looked like the perfect start to a weekend. We've got provisional pole, and then comes out and goes whack and gets pole. Yep. Um, didn't quite have the speed. He's told you know us. That I'm I'm happy to say, but I think the parity's gone a little bit over the line because those forwards have got speed that they've never had all year. <laughs> And they're, they're very fast. They are too fast. One of the things was, of course, in this parity adjustment sort of thing, yeah, and, you know, maybe it does. It's like mankind. doesn't ever know what the moderation is. It's, it's uh, what do you call those things? Um, it's like, balance yeah, balance, balance thing, where the balance just needs to be corrected. So once we get that done, Pat, then we can all go out there and fight for the fight for next year. Okay, having achieved something that was a goal, maybe not immediately when you first joined, when you had those Mercedes, but it was a goal, an ambition to win a championship. Having won it, what is your celebration from now? That's a Daniel question. Probably a cigarette and a coffee. <laughs> yeah, you don't get much chance to celebrate. But I mean, you have a cigarette and coffee regardless of yeah, when you won the championship. We always celebrate. The, te the team are going to the gala. Unfortunately, we can't make it. But the, t the whole team is going to the gala. They'll have a wonderful time. There was, they'll, you know, Brody will get up and get the, the championship cup or whatever, and they'll they'll party. They know how to party. They'll party. I'll be I'll be moving houses. 
it's a big moment for them because they get to stand up and actually you know, be respected by their peers as achieving something that most of the people in the, in the room would love to achieve. I mean, we all knock you know, and say Bathurst is the, is the pinnacle, but that's because Bathurst is one day and we can all rise for one day. It's that season that's the hard thing, so we never actually consider it because we think it's out of reach. The, the, interesting, the interesting thing is the first time we actually spoke to each other for an interview was in Austin, Texas. And when we think about all the different things that have happened since, the, the drivers that have come and gone, the controversy about when you decided to buy the team, and now you've taken what was Stone Brothers Racing, a championship team, what, five, seven years before you bought it? Yeah. And now put it back to that position again, if you want to look at a story arc. Yeah, we have. Um it was a long 10 years, it was a long road, and then we changed we changed manufacturers, and that was the best thing we did. And Barry was the best thing we did, and the way Barry run the team, and you know, but it was up and it was down, it was down, it was up, it was sideways, it was all over the place. And then, it, then we kind of settled. We settled, and now we're a little settled, and uh, I love it, I think, I think they did great. I think one of the things about Erebus is that what you're thinking is on your face and I think the team has got that sort of impression as well and I, I don't mean that no, 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 we're not good liars no, we're not good liars and they, they're very good swearers but you know what it was like B2 we just went and started pounding into the car that's an Erebus thing you know, like yeah we won and that just still hasn't, hasn't settled in here another time we were talking a man named Ludo Lacroix came up to you <laughs> and congratulated you for bringing Barry into the yep. into the team. And I, I know because you were standing there, and it took you aback getting the congratulations from Ludo. Ah, uh, that's a long story. That's another story. But then I got angry at him. I did said, "I'm not talking to you for a whole year," and I didn't talk to him for a whole year. So yeah, Ludo and I just yeah we nod. We yeah, everything's good. What's the difference between Barry Ryan and other management that you've had throughout the journey? Barry Ryan is a volcano. Sometimes he's active and sometimes it's not. You know, sometimes there's lava dripping down the side and sometimes it's just You're ash. You're always aware there's a volcano. <laughs> you always know there's a volcano and you always know that it can go off at any moment. But I must admit, lately, the volcano's been very quiet. And he's, I think now, he's... he's he doesn't have to prove himself to himself anymore. Not to anyone else around, but to himself. He's won that championship. And that's what we set out to do. Barry has high standards. I mean, he doesn't ask anyone to do anything he wouldn't do himself. I mean, people forget that Barry's been on the tools, Barry's engineered cars. I mean, Barry's done everything they're doing, so he has high standards of what he expects. And as long as you meet his standards, everything's great. Everyone who you know, works with Barry actually enjoys working with him because you know where you stand. Is Barry the antipathous to your partnership, or is he just a different version of the same? No, he's he's the glue. He is the glue. He settles me. He says to me, don't worry, Betty. It'll all be fine. When he himself is about to blow. But, you know, he just... He's like my baby brother. And um, he, you know, he gives me a cuddle when I need it. He tells me the truth, if it's good or bad and says, deal with it. He's Barry. He, he, you know, some people say, oh, you shouldn't have Barry in the team. 
Hello, look where he got me. That's it. Well, enjoy the night. Thank you very much, Betty and Daniel Klamenko, for congratulations. Go and enjoy it all. Sit down. Have dinner. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to. Is it wash, rinse, repeat? Yeah, wash, rinse, repeat. Is the riding instructions tomorrow for both boys win it or bin it? No. No, 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 no. Look. Points, points, points. Points, points, points. You know, if anyone that is behind, for people who are way behind us, if they win, that's fine. You know, you take those points. As long as we stay ahead of Red Bull, then we're fine. Well, again, thanks. Congratulations. It's a wonderful thing. You've brought a bit more sanity to the program with your zaniness, okay? <laughs> oh, I hope so. It would be terrible if I didn't. George Commons was clearly emotional after picking up his first Drivers and Teams Championship with the Coca-Cola Erebus Racing. And Tony Whitlock had a chance to just see how much that emotion was spilling over on Sunday evening. It's Sunday night, the Adelaide 500. The second race has been run and won and a championship by George Commons here I'm standing in front of. And I think it probably was about 2004 that we met for the first time when you joined White House. You joined straight out of uni, is that correct? That's correct, yeah. So I finished university in 2003, went to White in 2004. Okay. And 2004 and five you, there. You had a brief period you went in off and did something else in the Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> No, I was at uh, DJR from 2006 to 2008 as well. And then, yes, went over to Europe for, for seven years, came back at yeah, the start of 2015, and then been back ever since. And, and indeed, Nissan uh, with the Kellys? Yeah, Nissan with the Kellys, yep. Yeah, worked with Rick, which is, yeah, I mean, Rick and I had a good relationship. We got on very well. Probably the results weren't really exactly where either of us wanted them, but, you know, it, it was still a good time. And how many years was that with, with Rick and... Uh, it would have been six years, five or six years, and then well, I joined Erebus in 2021, so yeah, six years. Um, yeah, to win the championship with Brody, I've, I've seen the video and heard you describe him as one of the best drivers you've ever worked with, if not the best. Yeah, I 100% stand by that. He, he's a once-in-a-generation driver, 100%. And can you give us some insight as to what makes him that, that driver? There's a whole lot of different things. I mean, the, he can go out and deliver a lap on demand. doesn't matter what you've been doing before. He can go out and deliver. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. It's all right. It's all right. Um, yeah. This is why you're a terrific engineer. It's not nuts and bolts and wires and things like that. It's a person you work with. And you, you're trying to help win a championship, the two of you together, with a bunch of other guys. And you did it. And it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, no, that's right. No, we did. I mean, it, 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 there's all of, all of the different things. He, his technical understanding is unlike anybody else. Sorry. <laughs> George, George Commons, when do you think it was possible that you could actually win this championship? After the Grand Prix. Wow. Yeah. 3.8? When Newcastle, I think in the post-event report in Newcastle, I said I think we could probably do it, but Grand Prix really sealed it. And then, yeah, just built and built and built. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean it, it all comes down. We had, we had the pace, and that was the main thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, the other part of the equation is, of course, you had the teammate. Yeah. And the, you know, he was leading the championship for the last round of the year, Will. Yeah. Um, and then you know, suddenly, lo and behold, Brody takes it over. Yeah, no, true. 
And yeah, he certainly is. Since Taylor Mendy stepped to another level. Um, and then, yeah. Have you spoken to your wife? Yeah. Oh, not today. Not today? It's, no, yeah, yesterday. You did last night? Yeah, I did last night. Yeah, yeah oh, I mean, he, she knows where we're at. So. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm meaning in terms of she knows the passion you have for what you do. Yeah. And the sure. way in which you do it. Yeah. And that what you need to do to get the job done. She yeah. She knows it. Yeah, no, that's true. You know, she does. Um, yeah. Yes. I don't know. It's, it's quite surreal. Well, <laughs> George Collins, I'm going to leave you in your your pain and misery of. All right, thank <laughs> no, you. no, no. I, I I understand full well, but we will talk again before the year right, is out. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we're a little bit more and, together. Yeah, yeah. And that's All fine. Right. And I appreciate enormously the fact that you have won. And I know that Barry and Betty and, and all the boys and girls here at uh, Erebus, fantastically done. Thank you. We've got some great interviews coming up for you on future shows. We look at the wind tunnel testing that kicks off next week in the United States and we hear from Ford about what they're hoping from that whole program. We also hear from Richard Childress, who was in Australia with Coca-Cola Racing, and we look at the Dunlop series as well and have some great interviews there. So there's plenty more of supercars action here on Inside Supercars, and I hope you'll join us right throughout the off-season. Until next time round, keep smiling, and bye for now. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.